Fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and encouraging others to tell their stories with the belief in the power of story to change a person and ultimately change the world. I'm Sarah Fenland Falk, independent author, boy mom, entrepreneur, and your host on the Storyteller Station podcast. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. I'm Sarah Fenland Falk, and I'm so happy to be here with you on podcast, on video, in all the places that you can find me at my website, sarahfenlandfalk.com. But for today, I would like to talk to little, a little bit more about rocking the quarantine. So yesterday we had our Spiritually Centered Sunday. If you did not catch Spiritually Centered Sunday, go check it out. And today is Mental Health Monday. Yay for Mental Health Monday. So I've already posted a video. I, I think I posted last week about, and this is on Facebook, and I can um, try to kind of revamp that. I talked about the the importance of managing your anxiety in effort to boost your immune system. So very briefly, a, a, a brief recap on that would be when you are anxious, your body is in the sympathetic nervous system. It's active there. That is your fight, flight, freeze, or fawn reaction. So what happens chemically in your body is you have an uptake of cortisol and cortisol will increase your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your heart rate. And if you are in imminent danger and need to jump out of the way of a bus or run away from something, then that is fantastic to have that uptake. If you are quarantined at home and sitting on your couch or, you know, just taking little walks around the block, that is not going to utilize, number one, utilize that extra energy from cortisol. Uh, Number two, it's not going to help with any of the other physiological effects of that. So then what we need to do, right, is, and yesterday we talked about managing the thoughts. We talked about spiritual self-care as taking captive every thought and focusing on those things that are right and pure and lovely and praiseworthy. And so that is one one aspect of helping yourself, helping your mind, helping your spirit, and yes, helping your body to um, manage that anxiety. So let's, let's take it a step further. And so this is an area that I've just begun to study more about, and I'm really excited to study it. And so I'm going to give you a couple tips today to help boost or or to help stimulate your re- relaxation response. And hopefully you will like these ideas. I just think they're fantastic. And they're simple. 
That is the important thing. You guys, there's no reason not to practice these things. And when you do, you stimulate the relaxation response, which is in turn going to decrease that cortisol level. And this is just, these are just two tiny things. We're not talking about your nutrition because that has a big impact on um, how your body responds to stress and how it um, can kind of bounce back from that that stimulation, that stress response. And we're not I'm not gonna talk about exercise either today, although Tai Chi, Qigong, Yoga, many of those things are very beneficial for mind, body, spirit. So we can talk about that another time, but for today, the two easy things for stimulating or um, boosting this this, um, relaxation response when we're in the stressed state, the first one is a slow, controlled breath. That may sound too simplistic, but there are actually a lot of things that are happening in your body when you do take that deep breath. Let's pause just a moment, and I want you to think about how you're breathing right now. Just just pause and breathe normally and take a moment to think about where the breath is going. What part of your body moved when you just breathed in? So for most of us, it's up here. It's up in our chest. It, it's it's a, a shallow, perhaps even rapid breath. And so what What the problem with that is, is that our lungs are big and our breaths are small. And so our our lung isn't even getting the exercise it needs to like maintain the work it's doing. So what we want to do is we want to give it a little exercise, right? I'm putting it in like the most basic terms. (laughs) I'm not very scientific. So if you don't, if you want more information, you'll have to Google it if you want all the scientific terms. But as for, for our purposes today, simply taking in a deep breath, you're going to get a complete oxygen exchange when you actually breathe in as much as you can and then slowly and controlled exhale and exhale out as much as you can. So we don't want to do the, because that's a sigh. We're not heaving sighs here. We're taking nice therapeutic deep breaths, breathing down into our lower abdomen. The air obviously doesn't go there, but we want to think about expanding that abdomen and just loosening everything. And then when we exhale, we want to think of contracting the abdomen and getting all of that air and releasing it out. Everything very controlled and very slow. So let's try that together. I know it might be kind of weird uh, listening to someone take a deep breath or watching them take a deep breath, but just just humor me. (laughs) This is for your benefit, okay, as well as mine. So let's do that together. Let's, we'll breathe in through the nose And sometimes I like to exhale through the mouth, especially if I'm particularly anxious, because when I'm thinking of releasing my tension or anxiety or fear, I want to actually hear it leaving me, like leave me alone. So then I will exhale through my mouth. But for our purposes today, let's just inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. And we're going to do it very, again, very controlled. And so you want to breathe 
down into your lower abdomen and then exhale out as far as you can. Okay, ready? We'll breathe in. And then slowly exhale out, very controlled. As far as you can, get all the air out and breathe normally. Now, if you do this a couple times or a few times, I think you will actually feel, you'll feel the difference in your breathing fairly, fairly quickly. It'll, it'll, it'll just feel like you're really filling up your body with air and then exhaling it. And this is good. We want to exercise those muscles. We want to, you know, get those lungs moving and working and bring in all the air we can and exhale all the air we can. So just a few of those deep breaths every once in a while when you're feeling just a little stressed. And it's interesting because I thought I was managing things very well. In, in my mind, I think I, I perhaps was, but my body was really reacting to the stress. And so sometimes our bodies will carry it and we're not even cognizant of it. So very much pay attention to how you're feeling in your body. If there, if you're sore at night um, or sore in the morning or you're having headaches when you don't usually have headaches, number one, maybe you need to drink more water. And number two, maybe you're holding stress that you're not even processing in your conscious. So let's Let's pay attention to our bodies because our bodies can tell us when we're stressed. Okay, so that's the first one is that nice therapeutic deep breath. And you know what? We're kind of playing a little mind trick here too because when you're stressed or when you're freaking out, what are you doing? <sighs> right? You're breathing fast. And so what we do when we're taking that nice deep breath, we're telling our body, oh, you might feel stressed, but there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to be stressed about. Everything's fine. And um, so that's really uh, another thing to keep in mind. When you're taking that deep breath, you're just saying, oh, no, everything's fine. Nothing to see here. And so hopefully then your body will, you know, kind of catch up with that. And, and, and your brain will be like, ooh, okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're calming down now, right? Oh, good. Nothing to see here. So the other aspect of that, and um, Mel Robbins does the Mindset Reset, and she has uh, a new show now on TV. And um, you could check out her website. I think it's just melrobbins.com. But one thing she said, I watched a YouTube video that she put out, and she said she does one simple thing to trick her mind. So this is a bonus. Thanks, Mel for that, this bonus tip I'm throwing out here. She said that she, our bodies feel the same when, when they're nervous as they do when they're excited. So, you know, think about the night before Christmas or a concert or a trip. You're like, ooh, excited. You might be a little nervous too, but you're really excited, like sweaty palms and you can't sleep and that kind of thing. That's the same thing with anxiety. So, she, what she does is she tells her mind, she'll say out loud, I'm excited. Even if she is nervous, she'll say, I'm excited. And so it's just using that little 
that little message to tell your brain, hey, listen, we're good. Nothing to see here. The The body just needs to, to simmer down. We're good. Okay, so the deep breath, the message to your brain, that was like 1A or 1, 1A, yeah. And so now we're going to do number two. Number two, this is something really fascinating. So your your vagus nerve um, is your longest nerve in your body. It is in control of the relaxation response. And so we want to know more about the vagus nerve so that we can be pals and just get that thing, you know, really um, uh, stimulated and working for us because we certainly, you know, we understand the stress response just fine. We need to get into that, that relaxation response. We need the rest and digest system, that parasympathetic system going on for us. And so what we want to do is, you know, we think about, I'm rubbing the back of my head here because that's where the vagus nerve, um, stems is right at the back of your head and then it it wanders vagus is in latin is wandering and so it it wanders through and connects to a number of our organs so one of the ways to stimulate the vagus nerve and i love this i love this for a number of reasons um one of the ways to to stimulate the vagus nerve is to hum Mm hmm. Hum. And I love this because, you know, even in like in our in in our lifetime, I'm sure that some of us have, you know, when we get nervous, we might hum <laughs> or, you know, we're impatient or we're starting to feel tense. We might actually hum. And I truly believe that's like our body, our instinct saying, okay, we're over here in the sympathetic and we're stressing out and um, what are we doing? Because I can't, this is rough. I can't take this too much longer. And so then it's like instinct kicks in and it's like, oh, relaxation. So I'm just going to kind of like hum you a tune and, and, and get you relaxed. And so if you hum, you're working this muscle back here and then you've got your vagus nerve back here. So it, it all connects into one beautiful package. And when we hum, we stimulate our vagus nerve, which will awaken that relaxation response, which is something we want in times when we're feeling anxious and we may be struggling with, you know, being heightened and, and triggered so often. I feel like our society is very much a high stress, high anxiety society anyway. And so we were like a pile of dried leaves and this um, quarantine and the coronavirus is just like dropping a match on this already triggered nation. And so if you can be one of the people in this nation who gets an idea about how to stimulate the relaxation response and take care of yourself in that way, power, that's very powerful. So let's rock the quarantine by managing our anxiety, by humming, humming a tune and spreading positivity. 
I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Write With Me Wednesday. I'm very excited about that. And I, well, I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Until then, I wish you well. And above all, I wish you peace.